0: You're listening to the RBN Energy Blogcast. This is an audio version of RBN's daily energy blog, which is a fun and informative daily commentary on oil, gas, NGL, and renewable markets. Each morning, we cover commodity fundamentals and industry changes to keep you informed of developing trends across the energy landscape. Monday, September 25th, 2023. I can see clearly now. P slow capex growth amid talk of cost deflation in 2024 published by Nick Caccioni. Rapidly rising prices for goods and services have plagued the economy since the onset of the pandemic, and led the Federal Reserve to ratchet up interest rates to help cool things off. Despite strong signs that overall inflation is receding, the negative impacts are far from over. Like every other sector, the U.S. E&P industry faced soaring costs as it struggled to restore production after widespread shut-ins in the spring of 2020. However, in recent Q2 2023 earnings calls E&P executives provided guidance that suggested that costs had not only plateaued but might actually decline in 2024 and beyond. In today's RBN blog, we discuss updated 2023 capital spending guidance for U.S. oil and gas producers, and their early outlook for 2024 investment. After the pandemic-induced plunge in crude oil prices in early 2020, The 42 E&P companies we monitor, every publicly held U.S. E&P with a market cap of over $500 million, slashed capital investment by 50% to just $34 billion to conserve cash. Despite an oil price recovery, E&P spending inched up only 6% in 2021 to $39.1 billion. However, 10% to 20% inflation in oilfield goods and services combined with the need to boost the inventory of drilled but uncompleted wells, or ducks after a steep pandemic drawdown drove a 24% increase in initial 2022 investment guidance to nearly $50 billion. As we said in our blog Take It Easy, sustained high commodity prices allowed producers to increase drilling to offset steep shale decline rates, sending their CAPEX guidance up 4% in both Q2 2022 and Q3 2022, then accelerate another 12% in Q4 2022. The result was total 2022 expenditures of $60.1 billion up 54% from the previous year and the largest year-over-year growth rate in over a decade. Initial 2023 capital guidance released by the companies we cover revealed a 17% increase to $70.7 billion, just 3% below pre-pandemic, in 2019, investment of $72.9 billion. The increase largely reflects a combination of inflation and increased organic capital outlays related to acquisition activity. However, our analysis of first half 2023 reports shows that growth has been scaled back from initial 2023 guidance, with the most recent capital spending guidance down a smidgen at $70.7 billion. It's tempting to attribute part of the dampening of investment to a recent jump in the reinvestment rate, the percentage allocated to capital spending, from an all-time low of 39% in 2022 to 76% in Q2 2023 because of declining cash flows from lower commodity prices, but as we said in our recent Bottoms Up blog, higher Q3 realizations are brightening the outlook for rising profits and cash flows. Instead, e managements indicated in their recent earnings calls that the major factors influencing spending were increased capital efficiency and, most importantly, a strong positive, i.e., downward, trend in the costs of oilfield goods and services. The word that dominated those conference call discussions, most often raised by analysts, was deflation. While some E&P executives embraced the word and others danced around it, there was general agreement on a pronounced softening cost of oilfield goods and services. ConocoPhillips was among the most direct respondents, citing deflation in their lower 48 assets. Management specified lower costs for tubular goods, chemicals, sand and proppant, and discussed declining rig rates for new contracts that partially attributed to a decline in gas-focused drilling. EOG Resources and Devon Energy also indicated they were clearly seeing deflation. Permian Resources, which recently announced the $4.5 billion acquisition of Earthstone Energy, said it was seeing 10% deflation in drilling costs per lateral foot and a 5-7% decline in overall costs. Diamondback Energy was more cautious, indicating it was premature to call recent cost trends deflation, but it did point out a reduction in drilling, completion, and equipment costs per lateral foot from the low $700 range at the beginning of 2023 to an estimated low $600 range by the end of this year. Producers like Marathon Oil, Occidental Petroleum, and Vital Energy had yet to incorporate deflation into their future projections, but were organizing to capture cost reductions as they took place. The year-over-year sea change in pricing trends resulted in no meaningful mid-year change in initial capital spending guidance, in contrast to the steep increases implemented by the industry in the second half of 2022 when inflation was rampant. Despite the steady investment, oil and gas production guidance has been growing. Our universe of companies is expecting to produce 5.4 billion BOE in 2023, 5% greater than the 5.1 billion BOE reported in 2022 and 2% higher than initial 2023 guidance. Production guidance has been nudging up during 2023. Initial 2023 guidance was nearly 5.3 billion BOE, 3% above 2022 results guidance released in concert with Q1 2023 earnings reports called for an additional 15 million BOE in output and then guidance issued with Q2 2023 earnings reports called for an additional 75 million BOE in 2023. Overwhelmingly, the reason provided by management was increased capital efficiency. Producers like Ovintiv, Pioneer Natural Resources and Devon Energy indicated up to 15% increases in overall productivity from 2022 to 2023 that they expected to have significant impact in the remainder of the year and into 2024. The oil-weighted ENP's mid-year 2023 capital spending guidance was $33.2 billion, nearly flat with the $33.1 billion guidance in Q1 2023, which was 21% higher than the $27.4 billion reported in 2022. Eight of the 17 companies in the peer group adjusted their projections during Q2 2023, while nine companies held guidance the same. Pioneer Natural Resources cut its upstream CAPEX guidance by $125 million from $4.6 billion to $4.475 billion because of increased drilling efficiencies. Very Petroleum slashed CAPEX by $35 million, from $100 million to $65 million, to help fund the acquisition of McPherson Energy for $70 million, which closed September 18. Earthstone Energy, Cord Energy and Diamondback Energy boosted second-half spending. Prior to its agreement to be acquired by Permian Resources, Earthstone increased its capital spending guidance to $750 million to reflect the incremental CapEx on properties related to its acquisition of Novo Oil & Gas, which closed August 15. Court Energy upped its capital outlays guidance by $20 million to just under $700 million to reflect the impact of its acquisition of Liston Basin assets from ExxonMobil. Diamondback Energy also increased its capital spending guidance by about $20 million to $2.35 billion as it shrank its guidance range. The oil-weighted peer group's production guidance rose by 30 million BOE from the prior quarter's guidance to 2.076 billion BOE which is 9% higher than 2022. Nine companies changed their production guidance during Q2 2023, with seven boosting their output expectations and two reducing their projections. Pioneer Natural Resources, S-Corp, Earthstone Energy and Occidental Petroleum had the largest increase in production guidance. Earthstone's 5.5 million BOE guidance increase to 42 million BOE was related to the Novo Oil and Gas Acquisition, Pioneer said the improved efficiency of its drilling program is allowing the company to increase its production guidance by 8 million BOE to 258.1 million BOE. S-Corporation is increasing its 2023 production outlook to 141.4 million BOE, a gain of 6.4 million BOE, which was related to its strong operational performance and the expected startup of the Para development in Guyana during Q4 2023. Occidental, in turn is raising its production guidance by 5.5 million BOE to 441.7 million BOE on the strength of the performance of its domestic portfolio. The diversified E&P peer group increased its 2023 capital spending outlook during its Q2 2023 earnings releases by a negligible $207 million to $25.7 billion. 11 of the 13 companies in the peer group changed their capital spending guidance, with 7 reducing and 4 increasing expectations. The most significant change in guidance came from Civitas Resources, which raised its CAPEX guidance to $1.2 billion from $775 million, an increase of $425 million. The increase stemmed from its acquisition of $4.7 billion of Permian assets from Hibernia Energy and Taprock Resources that was announced in June 2023. Manador Resources cut its 2023 capital spending outlook by $90 million to $1.16 billion as a result of peaking oil field service costs as well as capital and operational efficiencies. Both APA Corporation and SM Energy are reducing CAPEX guidance by $50 million each. APA is reducing its CAPEX projection to $1.9 billion due to reduced activity in Suriname and the North Sea as well as ongoing cost management efforts. SM Energy reduced its outlook from $1.1 billion to $1.050 billion due to expected cost deflation and lower facilities outlays, partially offset by the addition of a fourth rig in the Permian's Midland Basin during Q4 2023. w and Offshore reduced capital spending guidance from $100 million to $60 million, a savings of $40 million as the company has deferred some drilling into 2024 to take advantage of lower costs. Full-year oil and gas production guidance increased by 34 million BOE in Q2 2023 over the previous quarter for the diversified E&Ps to 1.57 billion BOE. 11 of the 13 companies in the peer group changed production guidance, with 10 of those companies increasing output. About half of the increase was due to Civitas Resources' acquisition of Permian properties that we discussed previously. Other significant increases were from ConocoPhillips and Crescent Energy. Phillips increased guidance by 5.5 million BOE to 658.8 million BOE after beating production expectations over the past two quarters. Crescent Energy increased its 2023 production guidance by 10.8%, or 5.3 million BOE, to 54.2 million BOE, reflecting strong well-performance year-to-date across the company's asset base, including the Eagleford assets it acquired in July. In addition, the company agreed to acquire additional Eagleford assets on September 6 that will add another 12,000 BOE per day in output. w Resources was the only company to lower output expectations in 2023 as a result of the deferral of certain drilling into 2024. The gas-weighted E&Ps we track have reduced their 2023 capital spending guidance by $208 million to $11.8 billion, mostly as a result of Southwestern Energy cutting capital outlays by $215 million. Four of the 11 companies in the peer group changed their capital spending estimates two upward and two downward. As we mentioned earlier, the most significant change was from Southwestern, which cut capex by $215 million to $1.885 billion, a 10% decline. The ENP's reduction in capex was the result of activity optimization and inflation reduction efforts that have allowed the company to invest less capital to generate the same amount of production. Silver Bow Resources cut capital outlays by $53 million, or 13%, to $363 million. The company said this reduction reflected a combination of ongoing efficiency gains, cost savings and scheduling optimizations. National Fuel Gas and CNX Resources are both increasing capital spending guidance. CNX raised its guidance by about $25 million to $618 million as costs haven't been reduced as fast as anticipated. National Fuel Gas increased its CAPEX guidance by about $40 million to $588 million but expects CAPEX to decline in 2024 as it continues a planned transition that targets a maintenance to low single-digit, long-term production growth profile. Oil and gas production guidance for 2023 increased 11.3 million BOE to 1.729 billion BOE during the recent earnings season. Full-year 2023 production is now expected to marginally exceed 2022 results, which was 1.726 billion BOE. Six of the 11 companies in the peer group changed production guidance, four higher and two lower. The largest increase was from Antero Resources, which increased production guidance by 6.1 million BOE. The change was due to the continued strength in well performance. Cotera Energy also raised its guidance by 4.6 million BOE to 234.5 million BOE due to well overperformance while analyst questions during recent earnings calls were more focused on eliciting insight into the next year's spending plans than was typical in past mid-year calls, only Devon Energy provided a specific number, $3.5 billion in 2024 CAPEX, flat with current 2023 guidance. However, that guidance matched the rhetoric in nearly all the company's comments. Despite the Q3 uptick in commodity prices, companies conservatively talked about flat or maintenance-level spending in 2024. No doubt, companies are waiting to get more specific insights into the specific levels of cost deflation and more certainty in the movement of commodity prices before setting specific activity levels. Caution was also evident in discussions of 2024 production guidance, although several companies suggested increased capital efficiency was expected to generate low single-digit output gains despite level investment. We will closely monitor the upcoming Q3 2023 conference calls for more specific guidance. I can see clearly now was written, recorded and produced by Johnny Nash. He recorded the song in London with members of The Fabulous Five Incorporated. It was released as a single in June 1972, and went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100 and Adult Contemporary Charts. The song has been covered by many artists over the years, including Ray Charles, Willie Nelson, Toots and the Maytals, and Gladys Knight and the Pips. Reggae artist Jimmy Cliff brought it back to the charts in a big way again in 1993, his cover of the song rose to number 9 on the Billboard Adult Contemporary Chart and number 18 on the Hot 100. Johnny Nash is an American reggae and pop singer-songwriter. He has released 17 studio albums, 5 compilation albums, and 66 singles during his career so far. His JAD record label produced some of the earliest recordings of Bob Marley and the Wailing Wailers. Nash died in October 2020. He was 80 years old thanks for listening to the rbn daily energy broadcast for more information on energy market reports maps and consulting engagements please visit us at rbnenergy.com and thanks for rocking with us